Welcome to The Breaks Radio. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and we have the full team tonight. We missed Mary last week, so the uh, first lady of The Breaks is back. What's going on, Miss Almonte? Guess who is Bizak? Hi. <laughs> I I'm here. We missed Shut you. Shut up. We missed you. Anytime <laughs> you're not here, we feel it. Yeah. So. Y'all probably be talking mad shit. No, we just get sidetracked on a bunch of tangents. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm back to keep y'all in line. But there you go. We need you. We need you. Uh, that's Miss Almonte. We also got the great one himself. Bailey's in the building. Yay, yay. Okay. <laughs> if, your, well. if, your, if, if, your, if your favorite Kool-Aid is not a color, then you not drinking it right. <laughs> <laughs> I love you crazy motherfuckers. That's all I can say. <laughs> we also got the, the hip-hop story and the rare wine kind of so Marquis in the building. Salute. I wish we had positive news to start off. Well, it is positive in a way, but it sucks that we're still talking about this shit. But justice has finally been served. R. Kelly was found guilty on every count he was facing um, in sex trafficking and racketeering and all different types of shit. How do you guys feel about uh, where we ended up with the R. Kelly case and that the verdict finally seems like a long time coming, but that we're finally here? What, what, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think you just said it, right? Like, this feels long overdue. Definitely. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, I just feel like he needs to go under the jail with all the crazy shit he was doing. I mean, yeah. for real. Like, I don't, I'm like without words. Like, it's still very unbelievable to me how many people stood by silently knowing what kind of a freak sum of a bitch that he really was so it is even more concerning that the people who helped cover it up over the years all that and then like seeing people come out and still like support semi of r kelly like on social media is fucking disgusting i all those motherfuckers at the i'm at the point now where if i see anybody any type of r kelly support on my timeline you got to get blocked and i honestly feel like you should go to jail with the motherfucker that's where i'm Mm. Yeah. You, I heard they play happy people after they said guilty. I cannot. I know some people that know some people. So yeah, it was a celebration. He's a nasty Nate. He deserves to go there and get go to Pound Town with his uh with the compadres there. <laughs> and I and I hope I hope they make him sing all his goddamn songs in there. He won't be singing "You Saved Me." He may be <laughs> singing that to to Bubba, who he's becomes Bubba's bottom bitch. <laughs> Somebody had said that um, there was a meme that was like, if you know how to fly, if you believe you can fly, R. Kelly, now would be a good time to try. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck that motherfucker. I'm, so, I'm, I'm happy that shit. I'm a fucking father. Fuck him. I'm, I'm glad he's in fucking. So. No sympathy here for me. Yeah, me neither. Nothing to add, Marky? You ready to get over this shit? Let's, let's, move, let's move on. Fuck him. Um, so... As we know, Casanova was arrested, I think it was over a year ago at this point, um, as part of a RICO case. It seems like everyone else is, st- is slowly starting to take deals. I put the details of the most recent deal um, from, from one of the co-defendants in that case. My question to you guys is, how long do you think before Casanova also tops the plea deal? Man, how, how many people? I, I don't know. I know at this point, I think it's up to three who have copped the plea deal. Oh, yeah. After five? I'm, hey, hey. Can I order some food real quick? Let me tell you, I got some shit to tell you. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, think, I think too, you don't want to be the last person left 
when everyone else is taking deals because then you're you're fucked. Because there's, there's no more deals. Yeah. yeah, there's no more deals. Hell no. Hell no. I would have been after that second person. I'd be like, you know what? I was there. Guess who else was there? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, man. Like, but at the same time, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I'm like, yo, if you if you involved, then you gotta you gotta deal with the consequences. But if it was something that you didn't know you was a part of, then yeah. Go ahead and start uh, singing. Listen, fuck unlike, un, 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 unlike, unlike uh, Snitch Nine. Snitch Nine. Snitch Nine. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Marky? Yeah, bro. Snitching about to happen. <laughs> Snitching's about to happen. So. <laughs> Happy people. He's going to be on Clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With Wack 100? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Every time I look up, that nigga opening up a room. God damn, it ain't that much. <laughs> that, my, I, I, I got a question. How much does does Wack 100 actually like do day to day? Because that motherfucker's on TikTok. I'm sorry, on uh, Clubhouse. All the motherfuckers. Him and Meek mm-hmm. Mill basically are like, we live on Clubhouse. Like, isn't Meek Mill supposed to be working on the album, motherfucker? Why are you always on Clubhouse? It's coming out Friday. Oh, well, shit. He's probably promoting his album. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I think them cats got deals though. They got, I think they got deals, man. I swear, because you don't go on Clubhouse like that, and the titles be crazy too. It'd be something stupid like six, six, six nine was just in a room. Everybody come. Like what? Like, I don't know if it was that six nine though. Uh. <laughs> everybody come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Jesus, man! I really hate you, um, Mary. You got anything to add to this before uh, the fellas here get completely sidetracked? No, <laughs> I mean it seems <laughs> everything that's been said is all there is to say. <laughs> all right, moving on to more positive news. Uh, Ghostface is announced that his new next album, Supreme Caliente Two. Uh, produced by Kanye West and Mike Dean, executive produced by uh, Kanye West and Mike Dean, is dropping in February. Not an exact date as of right now, but it's coming. Mary, you know I got to come. Hype. Anything Wu-Tang, I got to come first to you first. Though. Of course. It's only right. Uh, super hype for this. Super, super hype. Not sure what this Kanye production of a ghost album is going to be like, but I do know that Kanye, you know, seems to have always had an appreciation for Ghost, right? Like he sampled him in No More Parties in LA. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. To for me, Ghost, y'all know my feelings about Woo, but Ghost is my favorite member. So yeah, like I'm here for anything he does. I'm curious if like these are older joints that have just been in the can, or is this all new material? My question is is how much is Ray gonna be on the album? I, anytime either one of them drop a project, I just look. I go to their collaboration. You look for each other. Yeah, yeah. That's the this is true. So uh, they haven't done a lot of collabs lately, though. No, they haven't. Those had like three albums: the Brown Tape, um, the other two projects, and he wasn't on them. Huh? Let's see. I mean, the last time I know, I know Ghost was on Only Built for Cuban Links two a lot, which at this point had to be yeah. like what eight years ago at this point that it dropped. Yeah, that was a while ago. Jesus. I look so forward to that album when it came out. Um, but yeah, we haven't had any really great Ray and, and Ghostface collab. So so that just means we're overdue for mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. So Kanye produced that um that song um God Body Flow that Ghost was on. That was dope. Yeah. I think he can fit his production. 
pretty well. Um, I'm looking forward to it. it, it executive produces one thing, but how much production is going to go on it? Riz is going to have to be on a couple of tracks, though. That's just only right. Yeah, of course, of course. What's the last? What I, I will say this. What's the last album Riz produced real quick, on? Though. Was it Earl Sweats? What? Whatever. Sweatshirt. I mean, he's been doing a lot more movies and. Yeah, it seems like you've branched out in other ways. Well, go ahead, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I stepped on your point. No, I was gonna say it's interesting that um, <clears throat> four albums later, now it's like a resurrection of Ghost and Kanye doesn't want to do it. You get what I'm saying? I know I'm doing it both ways, but I feel what you're saying. Entendre, but... Like, okay, okay. I mean, but still, and this is the thing you you hate Kanye, but if he pulls this off, like I. One more time. Nick. I don't hate Kanye. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't hate Kanye either. Kanye I'm more disappointed it. because Kanye. The, the the thing is, is that. Had this been five years ago, somebody saying that, I wouldn't have any doubts at all. Kanye can do anything. He just fucking mm-hmm. doesn't. And that's the issue. Except Nas' album. No, but the Nas one Nas. thing that we can't respect is, depending on who the artist is that he's supposed to be helping out, I think he he puts his bullshit to the side and then taps into to their lane. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't have to worry about hearing some weird shit when it comes to ghosts. You know what I'm saying? That's because true. at the end of the day, he's not going to allow that to happen. He might smack mm-hmm. that nigga. Who is going to smack here? We complain more about... We 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 more complain about... Or critique Kanye more about... Not, just, not, not exactly bringing back the old Kanye, but nigga, give us something. Like, especially what Hit Boy did for Nas. Yeah. Come on now. I feel you. I feel you. Push oh. your album was dope to me. Push's you know album I mean? was, so, and that's the thing. I mean, the he, best one. Yeah, Push's album was fucking amazing. What they did in seven tracks on that album was fucking bananas. Um, I mean, I mean, I think though we're, we're also not focusing enough on Mike Dean being involved in that. Like he's one yeah. of the best producers to ever do it, honestly. So mm-hmm. that that's going to be pretty interesting, also. That's fair. Yeah, that's a good point. Ah, so I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I, and that's the thing too is that I think even if Kanye was Ghost is mainly working with Kanye on it, which I probably doubt. I, I, I don't think Ghost would pick any weird Kanye beats. He's gonna pick production that fits his style. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Ghost for sure. I can see Ghost. I can see Ghost choking on Kanye Allen. <laughs> All I, shit that I can see a, stu- I can see I, a studio I can see session between. Between Ghostface and Kanye going really, really great or really, really left. Go, uh, Kanye may walk out of there needing, needing his jaw wired shut again if he if he fucks around too much. So, and then go, and then Ghost is gonna record himself telling us like what happened <laughs> and probably rap about that shit. Exactly. You remember what he did to Action Bronson? Oh shit, that was embarrassing. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, but all right, moving on from that, we got some new albums to review. First up, West Side Gun. Hitler wears Hermes eight. Who wants to boom, take boom, 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 boom. Forest line was dope as hell. That shit was dope with two chains. That shit was dope. But you know what? Hey, listeners, go watch Wu Tang and then listen to this album. Ooh, that's a nice one. That shit, that shit go. That shit go. I'm telling you, you gotta with with these niggas. You have to put on your '90s ears. This shit is too is too grainy. Like it smells like. It just finished raining about 30 minutes ago. That's how this album mm. smells. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you you can't listen to this shit 2010 and up. Not even 2000 to 2010. It's got to be all 90s with this shit, and you got to relax. Go get some dark liquor, a joint, not even a blunt. Go get a joint. Um, that's what this is. What, what other song did I like? Uh, 
the Eddie Kingston track with Rome Streets. That shit was hard too. That shit is just grimy, man. It make you just want to be like a bad person. My my favorite track on this album is Best Dressed. That's hard too. That's hard. But too. see, and you know what? This album is titled like subtitled Side B, and that's what this album felt like. It felt like a bunch of things that didn't make other projects with some good, really good bright spots in it. But overall, it didn't really feel like a like the the best foot forward from West Side Gun because we know he's capable of better. But the fact that this is a B side. A tra- a album full of B-side tracks and it's still better than a lot of shit that drops today just mm-hmm. let you know how that I, I would love to be to see how much shit that they got that hasn't made albums is just stored up somewhere Griselda as, yeah. as a collective because they just they just seem to be knocking like they can't miss you gotta have and again you gotta have 90s ears for this and probably throw them like some Carl Kanai or some shit like that mm-hmm. boom 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 Marquee I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. You didn't get to listen to it. I didn't get to listen oh, to man, it. I would love to hear your opinion on on this album. I really, mm. I, I really think your your taste. I would like to see if that if you like the tracks on this album that I think you would like on this album. Um, so we'll talk about it again later. I'll circle. i circle back. On this, this shit. This shit sound like it could have been. I mean, no, no disrespect because obviously we know what music that they're they're using for the actual soundtrack to the to the show. Mm-hmm. But if it if this wasn't like a bio kind of like TV show, if you put that, if you put this album on a Wu Tang uh, show, that shit it go it matches that shit match. Oh oh, Baylor, we didn't talk the Celine Dion track. I I was gonna write that down. So where does fuck he get these titles from, bro? I, like it, it, they don't even match the song. Like, I don't even like they, <laughs> at all. That track just to see. I thought she was featured at first. I said, how. <laughs> Like this, this, this is West Side Guns, West Side's Gun Untitled album. That's what this feels like. If we, do, if I was to compare it to anything, that's what this feels. Like. I, I wonder if Celine Dion heard this track. Oh no, she did. Celine Dion is like she don't, she don't even know who Griselda is. I don't know. I'm not gonna say. You'd be surprised. Yeah, she's you got. She's pretty. Um, she got an ear to the street. I gotta give it to her. <laughs> All right. Well, we got, oh. so now we need to see, we need a TikTok of Celine Dion listening to Celine Dion. Mm. There we go. That's dope. But go ahead, Mark. Somebody tag her. She's watching the show. Um, what happened with um the split with um Shady Records? Same shit. You know, the, it it's always the same shit with Shady. They don't they don't handle artists very well. Like as great as Eminem is as an artist, he's a terrible ass record label. That's just what it boils down to. It's like it's like it's like when Jordan was trying to run the Wizards. Like it's it's a great player that you would just think and expect to be able to put it together, and he just can't. Shady Records is probably the one of the the worst run record labels that's had success ever and they only their success was just by chance like really when you look back at Sh- shady records as like a like a they were riding off of aftermath with a- aftermath couldn't miss d d12 yeah they had they had what two or three platinum albums but they're led by fucking eminem they were going to have that anyway obi trice has a platinum album people on that oh. on that on that label have a fucking platinum album that shouldn't but if it wasn't for motherfucking 50 Cent having the buzz that he did, Shady Records would be a flash in the pan and nobody would really... Like, Eminem is great. Eminem is great. And they've put people on, but when you really look at, like, how many people they had signed to that label that ultimately didn't do anything. Joel Ortiz was a solo artist there way before Slaughterhouse. Couldn't do anything there. Um, it's it, it really it's really unfortunate. But like, yeah, Feral Monch, you're right about that, too. Like, they just 
can't seem boogie can't to do shit with artists. It's like it's like the Chicago Bulls when they had Jimmy Butler. That is as much as that boop, pains, boop, me, boop, pains boop. me to admit. You're spot on. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. I hate you. I know. Damn. I hate you. We not you know what? We not brothers no more. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, maybe maybe there's something that we can talk about at some point. Like really, when you look at it, like and maybe a lot of these record labels, we we need to take a retrospect and look back at it. a lot of these artist run record labels. You know that started before independent C was a thing in music. We're all just trash, really. When you look at it, mm-hmm. name 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 a, a, a artist ran record label other than Rockefeller that really did shit sustained, not mm-hmm. like a flat a, a quick three year stretch, but actually sustained was sustained in a great ran. Like, Master P. Kanye. Good music? Mm. Okay. 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 He's a dual quarterback, though. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Who else? Give me one. I said Master P. You uh, asked one. I'm okay. Ma- well, we know about Master P. But even when you. Did like, like, you say Tribal Quest? Huh? Q Tip? Yeah. You brought out. Um, who did Q Tip bring out? You brought a couple people. We'd, ha- we'd have to really sit back and review this. You know what? I, That's I, like um, oh! the, whole, the flavor unit. That was Black Sheep. Um, That was De La, the whole um, native tongue. Mm, the native tongue, yeah. Go ahead, Bella. No, I think I I think I would have got it wrong. I was gonna say RZA because I think it, that's I, cheating. But I think a Wu Tang like that's like a that's different. That's like like that's, 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 yeah. like, that's a they whole set of different human. I mean, yeah. that's like a whole family tree too. That yeah, yeah. was <laughs> all right. But, uh, EPMD, Eric Sherman, Redman, Keith Murray. Mm-hmm. Hits the um, Death Squad, but most of their Death Squad never really blew up, and most of Redman's hits came not being attached to that label. That's what nah. Um, he was a part of that when um around what the album. That's when he was signed on um Erica's his manager, and that was Jamal illegal, and they split. I like I said, I gotta go back. Well, I gotta sit down and actually write this one out. We gotta write this one. It might be um, I might say Gangstar. The problem is like Jay Jay the Damager and the rest of them. They were actually bangs. They just never had that full. Actually, I think I can think of a few of them. But we got to get the yeah, we got to touch that on later. Now that I'm thinking about it, circle back on this one. Next album that we got to review: Little Nas X Montero. Mary. Mm. <laughs> I think if you go into this expecting not hip hop for starters, then <laughs> you might not be as shocked, right? Like it was a pop album. There were some little ditties <laughs> that like were catchy. You call them little ditties. <laughs> yeah, that's but you know, meh. <laughs> I mean, I think that like the shock value is more in like the videos and shit. And him twerking and whatever else he babies and having a bunch of uh, of background dancers, you know, yeah. groping each other. <laughs> like that's really the headline. The album itself was, you know, I it, it probably you're not going to hear those joints on your local hip hop station. That's going to be like your local pop station. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's worthy for us to discuss on a hip hop show. <laughs> I mean, is it for the culture? Yeah, I, I, no, that's what I'm saying. It's not. And, and so I think considering how big he is as an artist, for us to say it's not for it's not for us. But there's absolutely cut out part of the culture that that we don't relate to because we're just not of the age that this is for. Um, overall, I just think like Lil Nas X is just turning into a stunt artist. It's more about the stunts and what he can do. And the eye popping shit than actual quality music. Like just listen to just the music, taking anything else out, like not even thinking about what he's done social media wise, marketing wise, and just listening to the music on this album. This shit is fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. Him not pregnant no more. <laughs> 
I cannot. I went straight to the featured tracks. I went to Doja Cat track, Meg. Uh, the uh, the I ain't gonna lie, the the uh, Elton John track. It was it was alright. It was alright. Rest of it was. This album felt yeah, like when, the people who were featured didn't want to fucking be here. Either. I think Doja Cat wanted to be there. Doja Cat just likes black dick, so she doesn't care. If there's a black dick in the vicinity, she's going to be there. Yeah, but that does that count? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That, I, 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 that applies. I didn't want to point that out, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you. I want him. Move, bitch. Move. Him's him's not pregnant no more. Oh my god, we're moving right along. She's gonna get us canceled. Because the joke that I almost just said, I literally had to bite my tongue on because I refuse to get canceled. Can't do it. Um, woo. We're gonna move on to our TV and film section. Uh, (laughs) You guys want to talk about power? Wu Tang or BMF first? Both of them. I say we go. I, I say we go with. Um, we might as well get power out the way. All right, let's do power. Ra- season finale of Raising Canaan. Um, I'm not gonna go to first on this one because I, I don't. I don't. I'll go first. Go ahead. Mary. I don't know. Like, first of all, no one died. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- like, um, yeah, that. <laughs> I feel like Omar Epps surviving that that hit was not a good thing. Or yeah. Kanan or his mama. No, I think he's not going to remember. You think Omar Epps is not going to remember? I think he's not going to remember. I think that's why they, like, they didn't have him utter a word. I think he's not going to remember. Oh, well, that would be great. But somehow then that would make for poor entertainment. <laughs> so I don't know. That would be good in real life. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's about to happen to Marvin. Because is he going to snitch? Or they're going to throw the book at him? That's what it seems like. They missed the opportunity because I really thought that Marvin was going to get shot in that car. Me too. That's- and then Lulu survives. Like, like they really played with us. Because <laughs> I thought- hey, hey, but every breath, though, Lulu looked like he about to die. <laughs> every time he breathes. <gasps> if somebody, if somebody be- blew cigarette smoke in his face, it's it for him. He's over. It's That's over. It. It's, it's <laughs> That's over. all it's going to take. Hey, hey, 1.5 seconds you put a pillow over his face, it's over. (laughs) It's over. Because he is struggling to breathe. I swear to God, he is. Sit your ass down, Lou. Go finish, Barry. I know I kind of talked No, no, it's okay. And then it was like, I didn't understand him going to Baisley Park thinking he was going to catch somebody there. (laughs) Like, when he escaped the hospital. Like, bro, that would be real stupid. Um, it was a cute little moment when Kanan actually gave some respect to the one-eyed dude <laughs> whose name I forgot. I keep but his name too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, start with an S, don't it? I don't know, but whatever it is, like he, you know, that was cute. Like they, you know, because they were always kind of at odds, and it was like, yo, when it came down to it, he was a real one. What happened to the girlfriend? She got shipped off, remember? So, so what was the point of her character? <laughs> I got you, you. So that's and that's the thing with a lot of first seasons of shows. They 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 start a lot of characters to see who's gonna stick, and then some of them just disappear. Maybe they didn't like the actress and the way she portrayed the role. Mm. They just kind of wrote her out. They it seemed like they tried to tie her in, but I think yes. the the mom being you know on a crackhead. Yeah, I, 
it just nah, it didn't work. I mean, even famous feels miscellaneous, and I actually like that actor. Like, I feel like I've watched him grow up because he was like a kid actor in a lot of stuff. But well, he's just around half the time for some whack comic relief. Like, it's not even he's not even hey, funny. Hey, are we gonna talk about this? Are we gonna talk about hey, them bars is trash. <laughs> but yeah, everybody loves that. <laughs> that, that shit is trash, man. I feel like that's a commentary on music nowadays. Fifty's trying to make low key. Mm, didn't think about that, but that could be possible. Because people would love Famous right now, and they probably call him like the best MC ever. So. And he'd be like Lil Fame is <laughs> Lil Famous. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean. Uh, and now what? We have to wait another six months to see what happens next. Shit, like not longer. Know. But he fifty lined it up well though, because we gonna be we gonna be on this BMF. But before right. we before we get to that though, I just went. I'm disappointed in Kanan. She gave him instructions on how to kill somebody. I know, and he didn't do it. Agreed. He froze up killing somebody like. In the actual action of killing somebody, he froze up. Like, bro, yeah. you had one more shot, and that was it. He failed. Yeah, yeah now we got to hide sure. you out and shit like that, man. Yo, so how about... All right, so I don't know if this is a New York thing, whatever, and I don't know if y'all have ever been around when, they, when the cops really did, like, run up in the projects hunting for someone, but that was a very accurate depiction of that, <laughs> I will tell you. Hey, and, like, the way, and, and, the, and the way they was moving those drugs while they was inside the building? That was dope. <laughs> that was fire. I'm sure <laughs> a lot of people are inspired right now. <laughs> hey, let me just tell y'all, do not try to play Tetris inside these buildings, okay? They're not built to same do not do it <laughs> yeah how awkward um, was it when they walked in there and she has a robe on lou over there sitting against the wall breathing. about to die <laughs> <laughs> and the cop was even like what's wrong with him she's like he had a car accident looks like he should be in the hospital exactly. this nigga don't he don't even know how to play alone he's like yeah okay that's what happened i'm dying <laughs> Lulu was a step away from the, like, it, all it took was one hard cough when he would have been about that motherfucker every step of the episode. <laughs> hey, um, when, he, when he told, hey, when he told, oh, he had his Franklin moment. It wasn't as powerful. But he told her, he said, yo, just shut the fuck up and drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you, so what, Where, how do you, what do we think is going to happen with the girlfriend? I think girlfriend. famous might die before she die. Jim Malou's girlfriend? Uh, yeah, famous his sister. She's gonna she's gonna be a problem next next season. I really think you that think she's gonna snitch. I don't know if she'll snitch, but I think she's gonna be at odds. She's gonna she's gonna do that Tasha role where it's like she just always tries to undercut everything Lulu does at this point. Yeah, I can see that. What do you th- I, I, what do you guys think about how they're setting it up where it's like at least this and this may be just the way that I take. You guys tell me if you if you disagree. But it seems like they're setting everybody up to be at odd with Fifth's mom, uh, with Kanan's mom, because Kanan, the, the voiceover at the end of it was, you can't even trust your own mother. We know Lulu was trying to get out. She basically told Lou, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. And then Marvin, she was already ready to kick Marvin out the family. The only thing that stopped that was him saving Lulu from the fire. Do you think that that's what, what the storyline is next season? No, but, yeah. the pl- but the plan was genius, though, what she did. She had everything down to a T. If everything would have went as planned, it would have been perfect. Agreed. But it was a gang of, of loose ends not tied up. Like, the plan was perfect. 
It just, if Lou would have stayed his ass in the hospital to get some more breathing treatments and Pedialyte water, if Marvin would have took his ass on time to go take that shit, everything would have been good. If Kanan would have dropped two bullets in him, everything would have been fine. Three. It was supposed three. to be three. Two three. in the Petty chest win. and one in the head. And this nigga shot once. <laughs> Boy. I thought he have, shot more than I once. I think he shot more like, than once, bro. He shot him twice. Look, whatever. It Man, wasn't. It wasn't. Back. It wasn't three times. He needs to go to Kumon because <laughs> he don't know the difference between two shots and three shots. Huntington Learning Center. Hey, that, hey, that shit was set up perfect. You see the trouble they went through to get that fucking jacket. Yeah. Come on. Oh, for what? Whoa! We didn't even talk about Neek though. Yeah, but when he when he when he saw that jacket, the look on his face was mm-hmm. priceless. <laughs> I, I don't know if they've made gifts to that shit yet, but that needs to be the new I'm fuck gift because that shit was fucking amazing. Yeah. So are we still d- fighting over Joey Badass? Not anymore. I've I've come to your side. Uh, I've come to your okay. side. He he's killed no, that No, I like he's killed I that like that character. No, that's what I'm I used to not like him. Oh, Remember okay. I used to say I didn't like him. I'm uh, yeah. He, the first yeah, two episodes, I, I couldn't like stand his acting. I don't. I don't know if the acting just. I just got used to it or whatnot. But he did. He's done an amazing job over the course of this. Season. Hey, that nigga yeah. so smooth. That nigga is so smooth, man. He's not. I. I can't. I can't give it to him. I still gotta give it to Man Boy. Man Boy is still. He's still out there for me. So him and Man Boy. Him and Man Boy in a face off. That shit is. That shit is common. Uh, Neek's winning for sure. Manboy would still be out talking him to death or something. Yeah, but, yeah. But my thing is this: what I do think they did there is they made Neek started out as really the villain and like the one we all hated, and they kind of made you feel for him a bit. First of all, when Marvin in the last episode came and did that little drive by, yeah. and you saw Neek try to save his son and like covered him, you kind of were like okay. He's a dad. He has a heart. And then having him get fucking pinched in front of his kid and baby mom after he was trying to basically run away with them was like kind of heartbreaking. Well, he if, if, if I'm not mistaken, he's retaliating to all of this shit, right? Um, kind of. I mean, he started off as the antagonist at the beginning of the season, but in Rock's desire to get him back, like, yeah, I mean, they've made him just as sympathetic as anyone else on the show. Well, when things went off rails, let's not forget, was when Kanan and Famous and their other friend who got smoked decided to go around shooting. Ah, true. Yeah. The boyfriend who happened to be in Neek's crew. That was literally the moment of derailment. So So my point is retaliation, right? Because he even said during the meetup, he was like, yo, the streets is calling for a body. Yeah. It could have got real ugly, but they had a meeting and he said, look, all we want is a body. Yeah, and that well, they got a body for that one. Remember, it was the friend, right? But Mary, why the fuck is sincere the Uber driver? I am getting tired of Symphony, Symphony, (laughs) sincere Cheerios. I am getting mad at that nigga, man, because he is just on standby. Yeah, he's like the seventh man on the bench. Because Rock got that good, good. She could just not <laughs> like to break up with like him and got, then fall she, again. Like, go get my son. Get him out of jail. Would you say, hey? Get him out of here. Hey, did you say something? I mean, Rock is. Between that and Cash Doll sex scene and BMF, when we get to that, it's been a good week for you. It's been a good week. Rock is too skinny. I'm sorry. 
Shout out to Mary. Shout out to Mary. <laughs> I get it though. She is. So, I mean, she's but, a boss bitch. I guess that is attractive. Yes, but she yeah. she looks like she smokes the rock and doesn't just sell it. Like, oh we, oh But do you <laughs> shoot your shot? <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's a good. I, I, I guess that's a good segue from uh, New, York, New York rock to Detroit rock. Oh, yeah, BMF. See what you did there. I love nice it. See that. <laughs> Nice transition. Uh, Marquis, did you not get a chance to watch Power? You didn't You didn't say much. I did not. Okay, cool. I, I did not. BMF. Mm. You got a chance to watch BMF? Did not. Man, hey, you missing out. I think that's what it is. Between for life, we can't get him to watch Power, to any any of the Power to save his motherfucking I did. Life. I did. I watched the last two. That's what we were just talking about. No, prior to that. Oh. I mean, this, prior to... Just say you don't like Jesus. Shows, bro. Yeah. I can't say that. Hey, Marquise, I promise you right now, right now, Marquise, if you hold your breath, Lou is going to die. <laughs> I got I got a question, though. Um, Did your prediction come true, Ace? Is this the best one out of all of them? No, because this finale was okay. Was, uh, okay. Soft lob. Okay. Yeah. It felt like, yeah. they, it felt like yeah. they didn't know how they wanted to end this season. I'm a, I'm a piggyback off of that. It's like throwing a lob off the backboard and they don't dunk it. They lay it up. Mm. They had an opportunity there. That, that it was perfectly right there, right for them, and they ain't, they ain't get it. Boom, 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 boom. But nonetheless, BMF, Baylor, what'd you make of BMF first episode? Uh, I, The one thing I appreciate is in the beginning, they show the uh, culture, so to speak, in Detroit in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Dancing in the street, whatever the fuck footwork they was doing. Detroit people don't come for me. I ain't never seen no shit like that in my life. Um, but um, I mean, watching, I watched all three. We'll get to the third show in a minute, but I watched all three like back to back to back. So it was like me traveling through different hoods and seeing and not only di- doing different hoods, but well, technically, that was in the '80s, and uh, Kanan was in the '80s too, right? Yeah. And but Wu Tang was in the '90s, early '90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, that was like a, it, it all blended to me. It was just in different Kanan cities. Was '91. Was this supposed to be '91? It was '91. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. I've been thinking it's in mm-hmm. the '80s okay. this whole time. Well, I mean, no. technically, it, it, I think it started. This, in the 80s, now you're but... showing your age, youngster. <laughs> but yeah, that was '91. Okay. Um. In in the uh, in the beginning, I know we was talking about. You said some people complained that it kind of like started off slow. Mm-hmm. I I disagree with that, especially how it ended after the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So and so, uh, but I do like the I do like how the story is is starting off. As you can see, uh, Big Meech is it, it was like the the black sheep, so to speak, of the of the family. And how he and how he took on some um, he took on some responsibilities, and he also took the hit for a lot of shit that went on inside his house that his brother was a part of, which he which he tried to keep his brother away from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And his mom knew that he was a huge influence for his uh, for his brother, and he tried to keep him away from it. <laughs> Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I, I agree with everything you said. He, that it, I love how they, you know, he gets kicked out for the gun that he, ultimately he told his brother to get get rid of. That's some mm-hmm. younger sibling mm-hmm. shit because motherfuckers don't listen. Um, but Mary, what did, <laughs> what did you think of being first episode of BMF? Yeah, I thought it was a really good um, 
it was a really good setup for what's to come. Right. And I also feel like we were talking earlier um, behind the scenes (laughs) before the cameras were rolling about another movie that we're excited about, right? Where uh, an actual son portrays a younger version of his father. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is the case in BMF as well, because his actual son is playing him. So mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all knew that. But... I did not. Yeah. So you just, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Told that's, me something that's Meech's son. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, his his name is, like, Lil Meech. So, oh, yeah. Commercial, they show where he talks about uh, him playing his father. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing a fucking yeah. phenomenal job. Yeah. Phenomenal. And you want to know what's crazy? The shit that they're doing, I'm again, you got to watch this with an 80 mindset because they get away with a lot of shit because the technology is not there yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no filming this, none of that. So when old boy went up in that uh that fast food joint and, you know, flipped a nutty on the, on the cashier looking for somebody, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, man, they're about to record this and you're about to go to jail. Then I remembered. Nigga, this is in the eighties. <laughs> he could have he could have robbed that place, ate, took a nap, and then left, and the police still wouldn't have shown up on time. Yeah, yeah. unless it was in a white well, neighborhood. So also, he had said that Fifty had him in acting classes for two years before he let him play this role. Wow, that's dedication. He's doing yes. a fucking phenomenal. That's like uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. He's doing a fucking phenomenal job. Yeah, yeah, agreed. It's gonna be dope. So I'm I'm excited. You said something. You said what about the sex scene? Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen here. Well, Cash Doll is pregnant. Wait, did you see? Hey, Mary. Oh, so that means her? I can't get her pregnant. Shoot the club up all day. Hey, hey, Mary. Did you see her? Uh, her front door. Her uh, her screen door. <laughs> like I could. Hey, Marquise. I swear to God, I could just reach in there and unlock the door. Like, yeah. where do you protect it? <laughs> Who made that screen door? Detroit, y'all gotta do better. <laughs> y'all gotta do better. Cause that screen door was terrible. Like that nigga damn near could have walked through there. I cannot. And stop showing up to your baby mama house at 12 30 in the morning talking about I want to see my daughter. I know. That was crazy. Go take a nap, nigga, and wake up. And then when she hit her, you that that ain't even your daughter. That shit was hilarious. Oh okay, yeah. hurt me. Not really. <laughs> but man, and this and you know, it's it's so funny, like to see. And w- one thing we got to talk about is fucking somebody who shows up and he always does a great job, but people don't really talk about him very much. Wood Harris is fucking amazing. Oh, he's a goat. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. One of the greatest to ever fucking do. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, and he really does like invoke emotion out of you. Um, Every like time. yeah, I definitely think he doesn't get his flowers enough for sure. Was remember the Titans? Before the wire, or was it after the wire? That's a good question. Mm, might have been simultaneous. Might have been. They might have overlapped. Really? Damn. I don't. Somehow, I don't think that. Let's look. He up. don't. He he don't age. He. I he, mean, he's he's he looked forty age. his whole life. So so right, he is. That's what I'm saying. So it looked like all the projects that he was a part of was like back to back to back. Uh. So remember no, the Titans was, was in 2000. Remember the Titans was 2000. The Wire started in 2002. So it was before. And paid in, and paid in full. Paid in full was definitely after the wire. Yeah. Paid in full was 2002. So that, yeah, that would have been, yeah. been around the same oh, that's time. Good, right? Yeah. 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 But I mean, I, above the rim, like you could go back with his filmography. Yeah. All the way he started in 1994. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, them outfits, though. So I, I am infatuated with uh, the 80s and the 70s outfits. 
Those fits both, are... A lot of those are coming back, too, so... Yeah, for hey. sure. And hey. the 90s, for that matter. Man, I mean, listen. one thing that I really appreciated about Raising Canaan, not to go back to that, but whoever was... Whoever, like, the stylist was on set did an amazing job because they definitely had all the brand... Like, the low stuff, the vintage low that they had. Even the fact that, like, they showed people moving low... As a hustle, like I remember those days when people really, you know, were like stealing shit off the back of the truck, mm-hmm. and yep. you went to Canal Street and got your new, you know, Ralph Lauren jacket. But yeah, great, great. Uh, you got you got to watch BM. Come on, Marquee man, you got to watch BM. It was a rough week, bro. I mean, it's been a rough month. It's been a rough year. Because <laughs> that racing Canaan was a while. It's, it's just not important to you. It's okay. Yeah, it's- <laughs> no, because the star subscription. But don't you have something else that would get the show? It's like the whole Nova thing. You got to like wait for it to load up and then, you know, I got Wu-Tang to watch. Yeah, I think this shit is. Don't even worry about it. We'll talk off here. I got Wu-Tang to watch. That's what I'm going to watch when I get <laughs> off this call. But uh, yeah, me too. Any, anything left with today. BMF before we get into the last topic for today? Oh, the last episode of Wu Tang is tonight. It drops every no. Wednesday, so yeah. there's yeah. a new, new one today. Yeah, it's a new one. Today. Oh, it's out now, actually. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought I, I thought I watched the last one. I was like, okay, they finished <laughs> this kind of cool. Let's yeah. get to that because I I watched that shit like a movie. Wu Tang and American Soccer. Mary, we couldn't even. We started to talk about it, and Marquis cut us off. Like, no, you can't do this shit without Mary. You know what? He's fucking right. This is this is this is you, Wu Tang and American Side. How have, how do you think this season so far stacks up to the first season? First off, and then we'll get into the way better. The it, way, it's, way way better. It's not, and I loved the first season. It doesn't even compare. They have refined no. everything to make it such a better show. Yes. And here's the thing. I feel like the first season, if you were not already a Wu fan and you know what I mean? And basically knew how the story was going to end somewhat. I think it might have been a rough watch because it did. That did move slow. I'm not mad at it because and I think we've said this before. I feel like with everything RZA does, even with his beats, right? It's like painstaking attention to detail and everything does eventually lead up to something, but it, it doesn't get there all at once. Um, so yeah, I feel like, cause they didn't, the fact that they did not end that first season as Wu-Tang, like was a bit like, all right, you know, like, I mean, I was so happy that they got renewed for a second season, but it felt touch and go because it was like not cohesive enough for someone who didn't know the story already to really stay with it. I felt, okay. um, I mean, again, as a diehard Wu fan, like for me, it was like a lot of little details and Easter eggs and stuff like that. So of course I was all there for it. Um, but yeah, no, this season's been incredible. It really has been. And like every episode just gets better than the one before it, honestly. So, um, I'm super hyped to watch today when we, (laughs) when we sign off for real. Yeah. Yeah. To add to that real quick, I think, um, Word of mouth, number one. Number two, when people get a chance to actually watch shit when things slow down, like Ted Lasso. Notice how everybody's up on season two. They went back to season one because no one talked about it until now. Now you have ESP and then the rest of them talking about it. But I agree. The first season was really slow. This shit. And again, I was there. So I knew you know, behind the scenes what was going on. We had this appreciation for the world when it first came out. Um, But 
I think the level of detail and how meticulous the RZA is, is even though it don't sound like the RZA, but <laughs> my nigga is. He's trying hard, though. He is, he is trying. Oh, you don't talk like that he at all, He just can't now. get it. Oh, my God. Boy, like, we'll try. Well, hey, I was going to say, like, why does he sound like, why does he sound like, like the male Siri? But I have a new appreciation for, <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a new appreciation for because because it made sense to, to where he was like, no, like Method Man got some dope shit. This shit can go. We could put this out. But he was like, no, we need something that has Wu-Tang on it. And we got to all be there. But it got to be, it got to sound a certain way. And for a casual listener, they like, look, just throw them niggas on there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he was like, no, it doesn't sound good. Not yet. And then, yo, Raekwon built a baby bed, bro. I was about to cry. I was about to cry. I was like, oh. Well, you know, I have to say, I loved how they still showed the tension between them. And like slowly they would find areas of connection to kind of be, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when they both, like it, it would have felt inauthentic if they immediately just were fucking holding hands and, and rhyming together in that apartment in the next episode after they came, decided to kind of come together. Like I appreciated that they showed how they still didn't quite trust each other. But like when they both talked about how they both got blasted, it was like, all right, we both did. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, yeah, when I think that was a big step when he built the crib. And then but what about Cherie? Can we talk about her? Cause yeah. I felt like she was unreasonable. <laughs> like, Girl, where did you think you were going? You knew you were coming back to Park Hill. You knew that you were coming back with your wild brothers. You are like, it was going to be a smoked out. She told him to go. <laughs> right. She told him to go. Right. But like you show back up and then you're like, oh, I can't stay here with the baby. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, Duh. <laughs> yeah. Can, can we talk uh, about the one man army A song? I'm a man that? just got beat up. Figured out, you know, I don't need the word. I don't need the. I'm gonna just take the shotgun from the nigga. That that we didn't talk about that. Yeah, yeah that was two episodes ago. But yeah, that, that, was, we, we, that was we didn't cover. We didn't cover at all. You know that, right? Yeah, I mean that part was a little unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Somehow little, I don't that think was, that's that, quite how that went. That was a, that was that was, that was a little Disney. Yeah, that was that was a little Disney on it. The, the that that was that was the Soldier Boy rendition of how that went down. That was him <laughs> yeah. telling the story. Definitely. Um. But when when Rizzo was talking to them on when they when he was talking to them before they uh before they pulled up to Staten Island, that was touching to me. The way you, the way he broke it down. You know what I mean? Like, yo, yeah. we we like we gotta we just gotta like you if you trust me, you gotta trust that. That nigga said and he was like, yo, give me five oh, years girl. of your life. Give me five years of your life. That nigga said, fuck out of here. <laughs> They wouldn't even about to give you five years in in court, <laughs> but no, they sacrificed a lot though. They they sacrificed a lot and they followed behind a boy, and I thought that was dope. Well, they also all were in positions where their backs were against the wall, right? Like even I mean, and again, this was it really does seem like they're trying to stay as true to the real events as possible. And yeah, like how I had read in the Tao Wu, um, basically how Method Man agreed to to kind of sign on to Wu was because literally when the Rizzo was approaching him to discuss it, he he was a, a part of a drive by and the dude standing behind him ended up getting got. 
So it was like he really just like in the show, he really did feel like it could have been him. And so he it was like it became very apparent, like, yeah, doing the shit that we're doing, we're only going to end up dead or in jail. So might as well give this a try. So I want to point out something. And I don't know. I don't know how many of y'all actually like made songs or been on songs and productioning like that. But the RZA did to compliment each one of their styles made specific beats for each one of them and tied them together. That level of thought and, and technique is unheard of. There's only a few artists who can do that. Pharrell can do that. Premier did that. Of course, took jazz samples. But to take nine people and create beats and tie certain people in, the, in together, that's unheard of. That's, that's a mastermind. Again, you know, I pointed that out before. Like, I really want to meet this dude. To, to be on that level where you have a vision to create a whole army of, of rappers and create production specifically for their style and amplify it, unheard of. I don't think anyone knows the level of detail that has to go into creating that type of um, environment or, or that level of creativity where you create uh, an army of MCs with similar but unique different styles. Even the Old Dirty, like to put Old Dirty give him a style and put some production behind him with Brooklyn Zoo. I don't, again, no one compliments the RZA or, or gives him his flowers enough. That's unheard of. Dr. Dre, again, he took songs, old songs, they, they took some, he actually took samples of, you know, um, movies and beats we've never even heard of or even thought of and created this whole army and production for eight motherfuckers nine technically but still i i don't i don't think he gets enough credit for that well to piggyback off of that the visual metaphors that they showed him adding and subtracting instruments in his head you know what i mean and putting a verse here or putting a verse there taking this drum away taking this pattern away that was dope yeah mm-hmm. there, for sure for sure listen to bring the ruckus there's an instrument in it i still can identify <laughs> it's a it comes in about a minute and it's subtle and it just it's gritty i don't know what that instrument is I would love to ask, what is that instrument you, you play in there? Probably a trash can. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't put anything past him. Like if, if he had, if he had a sound in mind, and he's like, the only way that I can get this is to literally take a, a wooden spoon and hit it against this trash can in this specific spot. It's gonna get the sound that I wanted to. I would believe that he did that. Literally, they showed they showed it in was it the last episode or the episode before when he was walking to the record store mm-hmm. and he heard the guy, you know. Uh, drumming, violent, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Here, just do me a favor when you get a chance, listen to Bring the Ruckus and listen to the, the, the instruments behind it and how it all builds up. It's it's weird, but it's it feels like like pieces have fallen apart and someone's taping things together and somehow it, it's a, a masterpiece. Just it's fucking flawless. And then he goes to shame on a nigga and it flows effortlessly. It's like it's insane. He has to stop talking like a dehydrated robot, though. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> but my niggas <laughs> hey, it's just sound you want to talk about niggas that don't sound nothing alike that nigga don't sound like nobody it's not like he just started to learn how to talk <laughs> you know it does sound and look even the part uh, Dave East and I was skeptical y'all may remember you could probably play back the tape yep. and he's doing a great job like it's scary actually he too, yeah he too spot on yeah. Yeah. This 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 show is masterful, and I don't just say that just because I'm a Wu Tang fan. Like just as a 
person who enjoys television and film, it's like this. It's masterful storytelling that they do. Hey, fun fact: I got to I got to meet Raekwon too. Really? Yeah, at the when I went to the Locks concert out here, he uh, he performed. That's what's up. What's up? I wasn't scared though. I wasn't you, was, scared. you wasn't talking crazy. You only got to be scared if, if you talk crazy. Oh, I know. I know not to talk crazy. You don't want the bees to swarm on you, bro. That's it. That's uh, Nori. That's <laughs> Nori. Oh man, that's Joe Budden. But nonetheless, moving on. Anything left on Wu Tang and American Saga before we go into our last topic? Peace, God. <laughs> When he kept hanging up that phone, he's like, yeah. word, <laughs> word, man, gotta love this show. Um, last topic, this one's brought from, from Baylor. Baylor's been killing it lately with, uh, with the ideas, word. Yeah. uh, collabs that will probably never happen. Dream collabs that will never happen for whatever reason. It could be because beef. It can be because people are gone, uh, whatever else. Who wants to take this topic away? Well, Baylor, it's your topic, so I'll give it to you first. All right, so I got two. One is the most obvious one, and I think we, you know, we talked about this in the group chat, but I added a spin to it. I gotta have a Drake and push your track, but it gotta be produced by Kanye. That'll never happen. It'll be dope though. And then the second one would be uh, a Dre produced track, but JD raps on it. Mm. Mm. Okay, those are my two. Mm. R. Kelly and everyone. Stop. <laughs> At this point, I mean, listen, he could make music in jail. <laughs> but, you know. Happy people part two. Lock the people. <laughs> I can't. Marky, you want to go Be- next? I got a Beanie and Jay. Oh, that'll, that'll probably happen. It ain't happening. I got a couple. Ghost Beanie and Drake. Okay. Busta in common. Mm. Why would that never happen? Yeah, why would that never happen? Picture them two on a track together. It's like oxymoron. One's up. One's yeah, down. yeah. That that's what I. But was I think thinking, that's like, why that's... it may work. Yeah, I mean, it could happen though. I thought it'd have to be like people who are dead. No, no, no. It, no. It, 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 it people something that's... for any reason, just or have like beef, but not like. It, just not just imagine, not I'm ne- just thinking. Imagine them on a song together. Like it, it, it'll never happen. Yeah, not necessarily beef. It it could just be one genre. A person from one genre and another person from a different genre, but I mean, most of the people that we have talked about has had beef with each other or somebody in there. Because my honorable mention would be Prince and MJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, did we say Biggie and Pac? <laughs> I mean, that's you know, yeah, they would compliment each other too, and then that would have happened too. Yeah, Bustin' Common have made a song. Get out. Yeah. Decision on back on my BS. Then no one heard it. That's the. That's still in the freezer, and nobody throwing that out. <laughs> what about what about M and J Cole? I don't put that out of the realm of possibility either. Especially now that M is like in this place where it seems like he's doing more. He's more open and pop up randomly on people's tracks. I wouldn't put that out the realm of possibility either. I got one. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. We bringing Joe Buttons out of retirement. Team up with Logic. <laughs> mine, mine, and this one's for death purposes. Uh, that it never happened, but I would love to hear a track with Dr. Dre at some part on it, but not very much. But produced by Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Easy. Wow. So mine is someone that we don't really talk too much about, but I f- feel like we should. Well, whatever. His career was cut short. Big L 
with just about anybody, but mm. I'd like to hear Big L and, and Jada collab. Ooh. I feel like lyrically that would be like crazy. Big L and Pusher would also be another great. That would be crazy. Yes. Okay. That really would be. Actually, that might be a better pairing flow wise. Yeah. Damn. Hmm. Yeah. We've never heard Jada and Pusher on a song, have we? Uh, I'm sure they've done it. So they have Pushing T. 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 Pushing that's heavy. Right? That'd be yeah. crazy. That's heavy. Nothing but a gangster That's money right there. Gangster party. You just, you just yeah. won the topic, man. Great gangster party, Taylor. Yeah, you just won that one. You yeah, just won that you, one you right won, there. You won this one. Because I, I had I had Pusha T, Griselda, and Payroll Giovanni. You know how much cocaine is on that track? <laughs> Jeez, Jesus. Just give me Griselda in the clips. Mm-hmm. Yo, oh my god, Malice back in the day. I was about to say, I, to I say think it, man. clips anything won't happen, it. right? Yeah, no, it won't happen. Malice will never Malice is going to no Malice now. God, he was better than Pusha. Like, god. he was god. god, he was oh my god. But you know what, Malice has did drop a solo album after he did go Christian. That yeah. was fucking amazing. No Malice, yeah, oh yeah, 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 no Malice. Yeah, that was amazing, and I guess he just is like you but, know. What? Malice was amazing in Jesus' name. Again, if it wasn't Malice, Malice made Pusha T seem like the complimentary rapper. That's how nice he was. It's a lot of cocaine, Snow White. All right, let me get a little, let me get a little Dicky and Eminem. You know what? I'm, <laughs> that would be funny though. That actually, if it's done right, and you know, it's like that, twelve thirty three in the morning. That video would be funny. This would be crazy. They, they it'll be it'll be decent. They can't ever do an album together, but it'll be decent. Let me get uh Karen Simple and oh shit. Well, right. <laughs> it's time to end. This has been Easy another great, <laughs> great episode of the Breaks Radio. Everybody's getting tired. Mary, go ahead and give them your social media. Any part of the world, let's get the hell up out. I am at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms. Also follow at Young Urban Moms. Um, I did want to say one last thing, and it was kind of in the vein of the conversation we were having, but Jadakiss had mentioned to uh, Naomi on the shop that it's on his bucket list to collab with Corday. Mm. And I actually thought that was pretty interesting. Sonically, I can't picture, but Jada can do it. I know. So. Well, yes, but the fact that, like, I think we need more of that, right? Like, more of the classic generation actually identifying the newer generation's talent and at wanting to be a part of that instead of like just dismissing them. So yes. Shout out to Jada Kiss for that. Dope. Peace God. You can <laughs> find me at Baylorism on Twitter, at Baylor the Great on everything else. And you can find me in Staten Island in a studio apartment stealing electricity from my neighbors. Cause we gotta make this shit happen. And throwing bricks down the oven <laughs> to the apartment below you. <laughs> and, and flirting and flirting with the building manager. <laughs> and beating his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Marky, uh, Marky, go ahead. My niggas, you can follow me at Rulo Zigzag Zigala 
<laughs> Yo, Dave Chappelle got a comedy special coming out in October. Check it out. Yay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to review that one. You can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. TheBreaksRadio gmail.com. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we're out. Peace. Y'all drink y'all milk or do y'all pour it out? Of what? Yeah. I don't drink milk. From the cereal? From the cereal. Yeah. Of course I drink milk. Yeah. Uh, you're a savage. I am. <laughs> uh. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.